it's Shalacia Harris, your host of Buzzworthy. I'm gonna be sitting down with our unique guests, entrepreneurs, and passionate people to help tell their stories about problems they're solving and their unique solutions. Hey everyone, today we have the local restaurant group and their founders, Paula and Mike. Unfortunately, Mike couldn't be here today, but Paula is representing super strong for both of them. And we'll dive into their journey of how they're becoming restaurateurs. And we'll let Paula take it away by first telling us a little bit about you and Mike's background that led you to become entrepreneurs and how that really kicked off this journey of the local restaurant group. Hi, thanks for having us today, or myself. Um, it was a journey. Um, back in, I do believe, 2015, we both were in the corporate world, actually working for the same company at the time. Um, I was part of the first layoffs as that company was evolving and got bigger. And what my next step was, I wasn't sure. Mike has been a chef all his life. When we first met, he was a chef. I was a credit manager for a kitchen company, so nothing to do with restaurants, and eventually got into the restaurant industry as a training manager. And then from a training manager, I went to an office manager trainee, so I trained on financials and um, HR. So with myself being let go from this big corporate world and then the corporate world changing in a big direction for Michael, I remember him coming home one day and we were outside sitting, it was the summer, and he said to me, he goes, they want me to put chicken nuggets on the menu. He goes, I almost died. He told his boss to run him over that that wasn't who he was. So, you know, I call him my my wonderful chef he is he, he's amazing at what he does and um so when i could totally relate to him that he i understood that chef, um chicken nuggets and nachos were definitely not his forte yeah. on the menu and he looked at me and he's like i'm not sure what's next and i said well they just let me go so i was i went back to school I had gone for my HR and I'm like, I don't know what's next for me, but I was applying to HR jobs at the same time just to kind of, we still had a family of five, so it was, we had to feed them somehow. So um, we got a call one day, he got the call asking him if he was interested in looking at a space in Hamilton. Hmm. He didn't tell me, of course. So he went on his own and um, he had this meeting and he came back. He's like, I think it's time. And I said, time for what? <laughs> We're living in Bonn at the time. I'm like, what? He goes, I think it's time we open up our own. I'm like, are you sure? So at this point, I always, I've trusted him with any decisions we've made and it's vice versa. So he goes, yeah, it's time for us to open our own. And I said, okay, with my financial and training background, and his amazing culinary and financial experience in the restaurant industry, I we put four feet in and we went. We sold our home in um, Newmarket and we came to Hamilton. Wow. 
and we haven't looked back. <laughs> it's been a journey for sure. Why Hamilton? We saw great potential here. I remember walking on King William and looking at a spot and going, wow, that would be great. And that was the inception of Hamburger King William. And we looked at ourselves, we're like, you know, it's only 30 seats. How bad could it really be? And one thing that um, we're grateful for is Hamilton just took us on. And from day one, those doors opened and we were so thankful that we were there and immersed in Hamilton and we moved our whole family to Hamilton and it was fantastic. That's one thing I personally really love about Hamilton is that anyone can make Hamilton home Mm -hmm. and it's I think it's something that I've personally never experienced in in other cities or Mm. countries that I've lived in and I've moved a fair bit like I've lived in the Caribbean I've lived in Canada Mm -hmm. visited a lot of US states and things like that and there is no place like Hamilton that I've been because anyone can come here make it their own and it is open arms like you come right in and that's something you experience so there's a lot obviously going on with you guys (laughs) you're moving cities you're uprooting your family you got four feet into the restaurant business um what 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 took you from there like what what did you see in Hamilton that said we made the right decision here and you said this is going to keep going forward? It was the, when we set out to do this, um, like I said, we put all four feet in and it was to be, to do what we know best. And in my opinion, and I always say it, Mike is amazing with all his food creations and, and they look wonderful and they taste amazing. But what has to come with the food is the hospitality end of the restaurant. And my opinion is treating every guest like they're a guest in your own home. And it's what would you do when guests come over? And that's always been my mindset when creating um the restaurants and so when we set out to do this for me was welcoming every person you know when we first started out I was running the the front of the house shifts and I got to know the guests that used to come in and they would ask for me by name and you know you develop a sense of community and that's when we knew it was the right decision for us and our family and that was when the next step of the next part of the growth came on and how how quickly did that growth come on from, you know, Hamburger and King William to your next location? It didn't take long at all. Um, I do believe it was within a year that Hamburger Ottawa um, came on as it, we just celebrated five years of Hamburger Ottawa Street yesterday. So Hamburger King William is six. It was a year and a half between the both of them. Wow. Congrats. That's huge. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. So the growth came and it came organically. It, it came naturally. What do you think set you aside from all the other burger joints? You know, we talked about Mike's boss asking him to put chicken nuggets on the menu Mm -hmm. um so burgers are everywhere you know the drive-throughs everywhere else there's the works how do you differentiate yourself and make hamburgers so unique so the best thing about us and you know the 
the culinary genius that he is, um, everything is from scratch. So our kitchen is fully from scratch. The the reality is the only things that we do bring in are our buns and our sweet potato fries. So everything that was involved in the kitchen was from scratch. So the flavors came through. The making of the beef itself, it you know, like I say, Mike is really good. So he created the the difference of what type of beef went in and the mixture of beef that went in. So there was a science behind it all. It wasn't just like, you know, I just want ground beef. There was a science behind his beef for sure. Um, so the one thing that we never wanted to be was a frozen place. So that I think sets us apart from anybody else's. We're not frozen, we're always fresh. And we take care in every ingredient that comes in and we make sure that it's always fresh. It's a complete labor of love in it your is. kitchen. <laughs> and it, you know what, I think that shines through in food. Um, I'd like to think I'm a little bit of a foodie myself, but something I've never actually thought about was what mixture of meats go into my hamburger exactly. to to make it delicious. I would think it's, you know, just get me some ground beef and mm -hmm. put it there and it's all good. But that's that's really interesting and unique because I don't think maybe I haven't thought of it, but maybe other chefs hadn't thought of it exactly. either. Because then to set yourself up even financially to gather all of these different meats to make the right mixture, even from a financial standpoint, a supply chain standpoint. What did that look like when you're like, all right, I've created this genius burger um, and all the work behind it. And I think that's where you came in a lot. I, I did. Um, Mike was always good and, you know, the corporate world um, brought him from a lot of the purchasing standpoint in terms of food and contracts and stuff like that. But he is very good at um, blending and knowing what cuts go good and the amount of fat. So when we were sourcing um, meat, obviously you couldn't just go to a broadline supplier and just grab a frozen beef burger. He sourced a local um, butcher here in Hamilton. That's where we started. And I remember he was in the, the market and it was Jepson's at the time. And, you know, and it was great because we used to help local people in Hamilton. And I thought that was amazing. And that's how we started. It was like, you know, small place in the market. That's where we're getting all our, and then we started growing and then hamburger Ottawa started. And, you know, at that point, now we have two huge burger places at the main source of food coming in is beef. Um, and then once Ottawa opened, I do believe within a year, call us crazy, we opened Hamburger St. Paul. And that's when we had to start sourcing a bigger supplier, which was, we were really upset with because the Jepson family was right. really good for us. <laughs> so it was a sad day for all of us, but that's when we had to kind of move on from them. Time for a short ad break. That's the sound of people eating, drinking, and enjoying. You can too. Reserve your table online at eundefined.com and dine with us tonight. Nah, I'm starving. I'm starving. Why are we making this so complicated? 
what about... Let's try this new spot where you can cook your own... I'm not picky. I'll go anywhere. I'm just hungry. Mm, I don't know. I'm not trying to pay to cook my own food. Okay. What about some all-day brunch? For real? I had brunch already. What about a steak? Let's get seafood or some... Oh, what about pasta? I don't know what to eat. Guys, can we just Let's just go already? Don't let friendships end because you're hungry. Keep it simple, stupid, and go with burgers and beer and hamburger. No friendships were destroyed in the making of this ad. How do you think... A business like yours could potentially even take a partner along, looking back and really wishing they could grow with you. How do you think a business like yours can take a smaller partner along with you along that growth journey? They would have to be ready to grow quickly. Um, One thing I get, you know, from the corporate background is if you stay stagnant for too long, you're irrelevant. So keeping the growth going and you would have to find a partner that is willing to grow as fast as you are growing or Mm -hmm. else, unfortunately, you know, the, the relationship would have to end, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, the business has to grow and the potential is always there for growth. Absolutely. So. And and you can't leave that potential there sitting too long, exactly. like you said. And you were able to open Ottawa and then St. Paul right after that in a matter of months, <laughs> really, you know? It was. <laughs> so really was. how many locations do you have right now? So we currently have three hamburgers. Okay. Uh, one undefined. Mm-hmm. And a Maddie's Hot Chicken that's opening on Lock Street within a few weeks. Okay. So we have some new exciting things to think and talk about. Absolutely. So with Hamburger having three solid locations, people are driving in, you know, like I said earlier, from everywhere. Because I was living in Mississauga at the time when I actually first heard of you. And it was my Toronto friends telling me about it. (laughs) I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know. I know I'm from Hamilton, but I don't actually know. So it's it's really exciting to see how you've taken um, an opportunity that just sort of got placed in front of you and you said, all right, this is the right time. You know, my stars are aligning exactly. and you went for it. Was there any hesitation um, in jumping into, you know, being your own boss and being an entrepreneur? Because it is it is a scary decision and... What gave you the confidence to do that? It was absolutely scary. And I've always, myself and Mike have always been the type that, you know, you need that constant income coming in with three kids. It was in a mortgage and, you know, you you have bills to pay, right? So it was always like, oh no. So I think the confidence was that we were both determined to make this happen. There was no failure. That The word failure was not part of our vocabulary. It had to work. And that was it and whatever we did the long hours the long days it didn't matter because this had to work um so that's you know i think when you have a good partnership i know always working with your better half is not always the best scenario and a lot of my friends tell me don't know how you do it there's a lot of back and forth but i think at the end of the day the we both know what needs to be done and we both have the same goal and that's the key And I think that's so important, not just with your own personal partner, but in any partnership, Mm -hmm. if you're not aligned, how can you grow together? Your goals aren't the same. You won't be willing to put in that 24-hour day and not sleep and still have to go home and take care of your kids and your family. So it's 
it's really impressive to know that you guys were willing to take such a big risk and you know move cities uproot your kids and then here you are just growing a franchise and then creating new ideas and undefined how did that come about <laughs> that was i looked at undefined it was funny i do believe it was last march may I can't remember two years ago at this point and I looked at the place that it was never going to be open again and I went the BIA I was talking to the lady from the BIA and I said what's happening with that restaurant they're like they're not opening again and I'm thinking it's King William this has been our street from the beginning you know there's this always a special place for King William and I looked at my I went back to King William and at this point we had just finished renovations on King William and I looked at Mike and I said, the, there's a restaurant open on King William. <laughs> yes, I am crazy. I should have never said it. But he's like, let's take it. And I'm thinking, oh no, what did we do? And it was about not creating what we had done in the past, creating something different. Um, like I say, Mike is, is amazing in his culinary. Obviously, hamburgers are hamburgers. There's only so much of a creativity and, and he amazes me he always comes up with more but he wanted something that was a chef based kitchen you know that he can do what he does and this and the short ribs and the steaks and the muscles and what he does and what he's good at and he's like that's the spot that is going to be my creativity and lo and behold that's what happened then covid happened and we were completely shut down how soon did that happen i do inter it happened while we were in construction so okay. we didn't even manage to open so at this point we took it in june of 2020 and then by december we were the construction wasn't finished a there was delays with um, materials so there was a bunch of delays obviously and then um january came along we're wrapping up February and we were completely shut down and we looked at each other and then I'm like well the bills are gonna have to be paid and he's like we're doing a hot chicken here we'll do a ghost kitchen and that's what we're gonna revamp and the funny thing is is he revamped that place in less than 24 hours wow. to make it a Maddie's chicken and you know it it came out of a lot of thought process and we had gone away a few times on uh, research and development trips and hot chicken has always been on the top of his list and then my son was part of that conversation as well and he's like hot chicken dad and of course hot chicken it was and Maddie's blew up as well and it was just a, a takeout place so wow. by this time now we're February to June and June we're back and Maddie's had to leave mm -hmm. because Undefined had to shine through. No one really knew Undefined. Yeah. So it it had to shine through. So we had to let go of a whole brand, put it on the side that everybody came to love and know in Hamilton and open Undefined. And then we started with, you know, marketing of Undefined. And I do believe it's flourished. Yeah. And before we dive into what Undefined really is and what makes it unique, what was the opportunity or sort of the gap within the Hamilton restaurant market that you saw um, needed to come through in Undefined? I think there is a lot of 
chefs in Hamilton that are amazing. They do great stuff. Um, we've, you know, Hamilton has been now known as the foodie city. So it's great to see other chefs come. And we've been to a few of the restaurants, which are amazing. But we looked at King William and we thought, okay, we wanted a hit spot, um, very similar to that kind of burger vibe, but burger is more rough and tumble of a spot that, you know, you're not sure if you want to go there on a first date with eating hamburgers, but, um, but undefined was that we wanted still that fun vibe. Um, and there was only a few restaurants that had that. And we thought King William really would have shined through with that vibe. And it did. So mm, core downtown. Absolutely. Yeah. Fits fits in perfectly. And with that too, I know you talked about people sort of coming in, being hip and cool. How does Undefined reflect that in sort of that experience and what your offer in there is? It's um if you've come in and you've seen our artwork, you know, our fluorescent lighting, the vibe of the music, depending on the type of day that you're there with. But then the food changes. So the menu is not stagnant. You're not going to see. So it's, you know, chef's choices on the weekend. Um, I see a lot of people ordering brunch. Brunch has been huge for us. Um, I don't get out much. So I went, my girlfriend's like, let's go to brunch. And I'm like, all right, let's go to Undefined. Let's try. As Mike just implemented a new menu. So we went and I'm looking around it and I'm thinking, Mike. It's great. Like the vibe in there was great. Everybody was enjoying the mimosas and the, and the, the amazing pancakes and, and uh, eggs Benedict. It was fantastic. And I think the, the key there is they're innovative dishes. So they're not just a big box dish. They're very innovative. Um, every dish is done with passion and it's done with a lot of commitment. Um, you know, a 24-hour sous vide short rib, like, those are they fall off the bone and when he was trying it he tried it out at home for the first time it was the best dinner we had and I thought it was great so at that point we're like you know what we need to put this on the menu and that's what undefined is it's really undefined it's not really set it's not Italian it's not you know any specific it's everything coming together as a big fusion style restaurant so when you can't decide what's on the menu tonight, you, you show up at Undefined. You just show up. You can have mussels and you can have fondue and you can have steaks. And, you know, when there's a, you know, this gnocchi, this is just great. Oh, that's, that's really, you know, I'm really excited because this Saturday, my friend's like, let's hang out. Let's go to a restaurant. And he actually booked you guys. Yes. So I'm really excited to come through and, you know, have my palate, you know, celebrate exciting yes. food. <laughs> Absolutely. And the cocktails are fantastic. There's mm-hmm. some cocktails that we do that are just out of this world. So you'll definitely enjoy it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I know we touched on Maddie's mm. a little bit earlier. Um, what's hot chicken for people that don't know? It's a Nashville hot chicken. So it is not a dry rub hot chicken. So it is the breading is just crispy all the time. It's just a nice crispy breading and it's been changed. And this is the great thing with us is, you know, if something just doesn't seem like if breading is falling off, there's a quick change quick. There's nobody waiting. So the breading and then the Nashville chicken is like a hot oil 
with brown sugar and butters and that is a really down south hot chicken it's absolutely fab now there is different heat levels i'm not big on the hot hot but i do like the medium style so you know it's up to you on your preference nice spicy palate yes (laughs) (laughs) so maddie's is gonna come back soon it will we're hoping to be open by the last week of march okay that's that's really just a few uh, weeks yes. away. Yeah. And maybe that's why Mike's not here. That's he, he exactly is right now at Maddie's. He's, we're trying to get equipment and furniture and so that's where he is. Amazing. It's it's really incredible to see food innovation um, especially within our city and it's it's cool to know that we don't necessarily have to leave and you know go to these like super expensive places in say Toronto or some of the bigger cities around as well to experience these great unique things. It's right here, right in our city. And one thing I actually wanted to ask you is why did you continue with Hamilton? Like do you see growth outside of Hamilton or is this sort of, you know, this is our city, we're going to own, and we're really going to curate to the niche opportunities that exist here? It's funny you say that because as we continue to grow, Hamilton is always there. Everybody is, you know, every time we do some research of where's our next step, um, you know, I have friends that are up on the mountain that are like, you need to come here. And then another one in Stony Creek, you need to come here. And it's like, it's great. I love it that Hamilton is so big, but yet so small that people want us to open up stuff. And I think it's every time I think of why Hamilton, it's because of the Hamiltonians. They have been such amazing patrons, amazing guests, amazing foodies that the appreciation in Hamilton is amazing. And I think that's what keeps us going is Hamiltonians appreciate it. And at the end of the day, when you're doing something of some grand opening a restaurant and you want somebody to leave satisfied all the time. The last thing I always said when I was in there is I hate when people leave hungry out of a restaurant or it's like, oh, look what we just ate. And then they're just, you know, really rethinking their choices of food. And that's not what I have seen in Hamilton. Everybody always enjoys this, is always thankful I was at Undefined selling a gift card the other day and the lady comes up and she's like, I'm so glad you're here. My my daughter loves it. We're coming all the time. I'm buying a gift card for her birthday. And those are the stories you want to hear. It's community at the end of the day. And that's why I love Hamilton. It's community and there's so much more room to grow in Hamilton. Absolutely. And we're, we have so many people coming into the city mm-hmm. that's now exploring it. So you're getting like a new flavor of Hamiltonians Absolutely. that are sort of also blending into the current Hamiltonians, but making the whole community richer in, in such a unique way. So much more colorful, so much more grand. It's not what Hamilton used to be 10 years ago. So it's, you know, I remember small never came to Hamilton because there wasn't much in Hamilton. But now I listen to friends that are coming from far away and it's like, yeah, Hamilton's always our pit stop. And it's great to hear that Hamilton now is part of everybody's journey to somewhere else. Yeah. And I I love it because it's entrepreneurs like yourself that 
is curating, you know, these experiences for people to come come into our city. It's not just food innovation. It's like deep tech innovation Absolutely. and, you know, other things that people are finding niches and finding problems and, and solving them and not even just problems. It's when an opportunity is there, you, you jump at it. And Absolutely. that's something we've seen you do time and time again. It's key. Like I said, when we started, it was, you know, I don't think we're done yet. Mm-hmm. So we will keep going. Um, and that was the key. It was to make this a great restaurant company. And, yeah. you know, what well, we took out the great things out of the corporate world and made it our own. And we've had past, you know, bosses that have come by and it's great to see them. And they are just amazed and swept away. And those are always nice things to look at it. Even though you know you're doing great, it's always nice for somebody else to kind of come in and go, wow, you guys are doing amazing. It's like, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now my work is like really appreciated exactly. and validated Absolutely. in a lot of ways. And I think as entrepreneurs, sometimes we, we don't look in the mirror often we enough don't. and really see ourselves for who we are and what we've done. And I think that's something really important that people should do. It is. And I think as an entrepreneur, you're always looking at the problems that have gone wrong. So how do I fix that problem? Or how do I go to the next problem? And sometimes we all need to take a step back and look at what we've done. Because if we don't and we keep looking at problems, there's always going to be problems. Mm -hmm. But it's how we look at and approach those problems that we're going to be able to grow and appreciate what we've done. Time for a short ad break. Hey man, what's in the bag, bro? It's the good stuff. I'll send you the plug. It's the best in the city. Here, take a whiff. (laughs) I'm gonna need me some of that. Yeah, it's seriously addicting. I can't get enough of it. Here, here's my plug. Wow, thanks, brother. I'm gonna call him right now. Maddie's Hot Chicken, the plug for that good good, located at 232 Lock Street South, Hamilton. What What's the one thing you are most proud of on this journey as an entrepreneur so far? I'm actually very proud of the team that is behind us because without them, um, the growth couldn't be there. And I do believe, you know, treating my staff and my managers well um, and encouraging them to always do their most that they can do. That's been the greatest accomplishment because I've always had, you know, when you look at yourself and you're like, where did I go wrong in my past career or what could have changed? And it's always that somebody leading you to that next step. And it's having employees behind you that want to lead you to that next level and want to grow with you and want to see the ups and downs because that's what it is. It's ups and downs and we all make mistakes along the way and and it's like, all right, let's get our heads together and let's fix it. So that's been a really good thing to see is my staff behind me, my management team. And how do you build a great team like the team you're so proud of? It's confidence. And I do believe as if you... You have confidence. Everybody's going to bring something different to the table. I don't have every answer. Mike doesn't have every answer. And it's everybody brings their expertise to the table and it's listening. It really, at the end of the day, is listening to everybody else. Because if we don't listen, then we're going to be really closed-minded and there's going to be no growth and 
nothing really will happen at the end of the day. Yeah. So with your great team, these great restaurants, what's the next step for Paula and Mike? I know you said you're going to continue in this business. Is it, you know, sort of growing undefined, creating multiple locations, or just, you know, opening the gamut of different, you know, food challenges that people have? So I know hamburger definitely caters to gluten-free folks like myself, and I'll tell you a great story. I was really hungry one night after doing a photo shoot, and it was like (laughs) 9.50, and I'm like, all right, I'm calling the hamburger on Ottawa, and they were so nice because I was just like, it's 10 minutes to close. This is an awful thing to do to the kitchen, Um, but but they brought it out, and they were so happy, and I was so thankful for that, and as so Someone that has so many food restrictions, I am able to eat at your restaurants confidently. How are you continually addressing sort of a lot of the food challenges we have um, in society now? It's definitely been, you know, a challenge. Um, when we first started King William, that was the key. We had someone come in. We had a, a, a peanut butter and jam burger on the menu, and somebody came in, of course, with a peanut allergy. And I, every guest is a special guest in our restaurant and is how do, what do we do to accommodate this guest? So, you know, we had a little burner on the side and we were cooking their burger on the side to ensure that that guest left okay and there was no situation. So I, in our, you know, in my opinion, it's ensuring that that guest leaves satisfied. Even though there's challenges, even though there's a lot of, you know, food restrictions nowadays, it's about accommodating that all. It does not take long. It's just about knowing what needs to be accommodated and communicating it with your staff in the kitchen. And that's the key. It's open communication. Um, Mike has always said we're a yes kitchen. So that means that let's talk about it. What is the problem? What is the issue? All right, if we have an allergy, let's the kitchen know that there's an allergy and everybody knows how to work with that. Yeah, that's, I think that's so powerful because a lot of people now are restricted to not eating certain things. Mm. And I, from my personal experience with your staff, they were super knowledgeable down to like, Absolutely. what's in the aioli? <laughs> exactly. and, um, because I kind of said, these are the things I can't really like interact with. And um, I, I was really happy to see that your staff is so knowledgeable and not that you don't know that already, but like you said, I think it's always great to to hear it from someone else as well it's the training involved um you know when we launch a new menu we always launch a server menu detail and it tells the staff what allergens could be in there so they know okay here's here's what i have here's the menu and this could could be eggs it could be milk it could be soy whatever it is they're well aware of what could be contained in that product Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to sort of wrap up with, with I know a lot of people try and get into the restaurant business. It's a business where people are like, you know, $250,000, get ready to lose money for the first two years and things like that. What did you do differently um, to be able to start to grow the local restaurant group so rapidly where a lot of restaurateurs don't necessarily get that opportunity? 
like we've said from the beginning, I had a great base. My family was behind us all the way. So anytime I needed help, because at the end of the day, myself and Mike were in there all the time. And there was no days that we weren't. So the key is, is you need to be present at all times and do the work in the beginning. And then in the end, there's the rewards that come with it. You know, I got to know the full fledged of the, the business, every nook and cranny, every, you know, situation that could arise. King William was really small when we first opened and then we expanded. But we had to be there in order to be successful. We couldn't be a hands-off owner and we had to be full hands-on in order for it to grow. Yeah, and I love that it comes back to one of the first things you said that I love. It's probably going to be the name of this episode, but all four feet in. All four and feet in. you just jumped right in and did it and be present in your business, know it inside out. And Absolutely. that's going to give you the confidence that you really know your customer at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. Because like you said, if they're not happy, they're not coming back, they're not repeat customers, and you don't have an opportunity to grow a business if that's not the case. Absolutely. Yeah. Any last words you want to leave with our listeners um, as, you know, the serial entrepreneur that still has incredible energy to keep going and keep creating you just always have to keep going um let the negative go and always have both feet in at all time and enjoy the journey enjoy the journey take time to breathe and just look back of what you have going on and just enjoy it there'll always be bumps but you know what as long as you get over it the journey is great Amazing. And anything you think Mike would love our audience to know? He's just always creating and we never know his next move. So, and I say this all the time, you never know what he has thinking in his brain for the next great thing. So always keep a lookout for his next great thing. Amazing. I think that's the perfect way to end because we're going to see so much more coming out of the local restaurant group. Absolutely. And it has been... An absolute pleasure. My pleasure. Um, I really enjoyed listening to your story Thank you. and learning about it and feeling your passion. I feel like I had so many good stuff. <laughs> um, because as a young entrepreneur myself, um, I I see and I resonate with a lot of things <clears throat> that you said, you know, being present in your business, knowing things inside out. And it takes time and it takes hard work. Absolutely. Um, but like you said, reminding people to take a look in the mirror, reflect on the great things things let the bad things go but learn from them absolutely you always yeah. do mm-hmm. well thank you so, thank much, you so much um we can't wait to have this air live and at the same time i can't wait for maddie's to absolutely coming soon and um hopefully our listeners will go ahead and check maddie's out undefined and of course we know you've all been to hamburger already so go again thank you <laughs> take care everyone bye bye a huge thank you to you our listeners for tuning in every week to hear about our buzzworthy businesses don't forget to rate us on whatever platform you're listening and following us at, at Hamilton Hive on all of the social media platforms. But most importantly, we want to thank our team of dedicated volunteers who make this podcast possible on a weekly basis. So here we go. Cesar Cardenia, Khalid Imam, James Clark, Trisha Ford, 
Ratri Toon, Hirsch Kumar Patel, Fernando Rodriguez, Yvette R., and yours truly, Shalacia Harris. Don't forget to tune in next Monday for a new episode of Buzzworthy.